Welcome to Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive. I am your host, Laurieann Sheldrick, the Contagiously Positive Girl, and every single week I come here to help you make happiness your permanent default setting. I believe that your level of happiness is going to be one of the most life-altering things you choose to have every single day. And it isn't about choosing to be a perfect little happy robot. It is about choosing a happy life, regardless of what challenges you have to face. So choose happiness today and unleash your inner contagiously positive tomorrow. Let's begin. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Oh, who is loving season three? I am loving season three of Unleash. It has been so fun. Oh my goodness, I hope you're enjoying it as much as I am. Today, I have a really, just a super fun topic today. We're going to be talking about mastering your problem-solving skills. I'm actually, something about me that I'm actually really good at is I'm really good at being a problem solver. Um, It was actually how I became dubbed the contagiously positive girl. So you've probably heard this story before, but pre-contagiously positive days, I worked in the general contracting industry in project management, project coordination, and I was working on this really large development in a very amazing neighborhood in Ottawa. If you don't know, Ottawa, Ontario, capital of Canada, it's beautiful. Anyway, the neighborhood was called Westboro, and we were building this beautiful condominium from one end of the block to to the other. It was just this absolutely amazing, amazing project. So that's what I used to do pre-continuously positive days before I became a life coach. So one day, um, my coworker, so I had actually, I had been practicing um, being solution-based mindset, like focusing on being a problem solver instead of always being a part of the problem because um, it was something that I was working on. I was working on my mindset and I was working on being more solution-based and I was just, I was really practicing these skills. So one day when my coworker came over to me and like in a frizzy, he was really angry and he was going down this dark rabbit hole of we're never going to be able to get over this. I started to just throw out some random solutions at him. Like anything I could think of, I just threw it at him. I said like the craziest things, the silliest things, like things that I knew we would never do to solve this problem, but what I was trying to do was I was trying to diffuse it. I was trying to be silly and I was trying to diffuse it to show him like look at our look at all the things we can actually solve. So he eventually said you are so effing contagiously positive. And that's how I became dubbed the contagiously positive girl. And I wouldn't start actually using um, the term contagiously positive until a few years later when I became a life coach. But that was the seed. That's what started it. So after that, you know, after we diffused the situation and we, we dealt with the frustration and realized that we can figure this out. We sat down and we had a rational conversation and we started to plan out what we had to do, what we could do, what we needed to do. And it's 
it was a conversation that had way less stress and had way more ease because we were not in reaction mode. We were in problem-solving mode. We were in solution-based mindset mode, which is where we always want to be. But I know this isn't always easy when we're in the moment. So just like anything, you know, the title of this is Becoming a Master Problem Solver. Everything is a practice. We practice so we can master something. So whether it's learning an instrument or it's learning how to run a marathon or it's practicing how to, you know, become an amazing artist. It all starts with a daily practice of learning, doing, learning, doing, learning, doing. Um, It's all a part of it. And inside the learning and the doing, there's going to be failures. And I put failures in air quotes because I don't believe it's actually a failure. It's just a part of the process. It's part of the learning. Sometimes you fail, if you will, for lack of better word, so that you realize, oh, that's not what we need to do. Here's actually what we need to do. It gets you closer to mastering the thing that you're trying to master. So it's all part of the learning and practicing so that you can master it. And the same is true, by the way, for strengthening your spiritual, emotional, mental, and attitudinal muscles. We practice, we learn, we do, and we repeat. And this also goes to becoming a problem-solving master. Being a problem-solver master is really just being a being strong in your emotional, mental, and attitudinal muscles, really. Because when you have, when you're in a good mental space, it takes you out of reaction mode and into solution mode, into what are we going to do to solve this instead of reacting to it and doing all of these things out of anger and frustration and not, and then becoming a part of the problem. So it really all falls under one category. So what we're really doing is we are building up our problem-solving resilience. So what I'm going to do with you today is I'm going to share with you two ways that you can practice building up your problem-solving resilience and really begin to master taking on any challenge, any problem, um, anything really that gets thrown your way so that you can deal with it from a place of ease and less stress and from a solution-based mindset, which is a much better place, especially even just for our nervous system. Um, It's a much better place to deal with problems because when we know that we can figure it out, when we know that there's a solution, um, we can still be disappointed that we're in the challenge. We can still be frustrated that we're in the challenge, but what helps us really deal with it with way less stress so it doesn't take us in to the negative vortex where we and and ensures that we don't take up permanent residence there is really understanding that we can come up with a solution. We may not know when, we may not know exactly how, but we have faith and we believe because we are problem solving masters, we believe that we can. So I'm not telling you to never again get frustrated when a challenge comes your way or to never again experience a a negative emotion. Uh, I'm saying 
you do both. Use them both in unison because sometimes our anger and our frustration um, are really good fuel for us to say, all right, like I'm frustrated with this. I'm never going to let this happen again. Here are all the ways I'm going to solve this to ensure. So it doesn't always come from a positive mindset either. So I just wanted to kind of go off track a little bit to let you know this isn't about being a perfect little happy robot in every single moment and saying, oh my God, I love that there was a challenge that just came up. Now I get to use my problem solving mastery skills. Absolutely not. So, all right, two ways to build your problem solving resilience and begin mastering taking on any challenge that gets thrown your way. Number one, all right? Number one is if a problem arises, a challenge arises, and you can't change the external situation, especially when it comes to overcoming a challenge with someone else, it is important to shift, to pivot your focus back to your internal world. And all that means is change your mind about it. And by change your mind about it is have a conversation with yourself, have a conversation with your mind, have a conversation with your thought, let your brain know, I cannot control the external situation, the problem or the challenge that I'm facing. So instead, I'm going to pivot and begin to work on changing my perspective about it so that I don't take up permanent residence in Negativeville. So that's a conversation you start to have with yourself. So what do you actually have control over? This is a question you can ask yourself. What do I have control over? Well, I have control over my attitude. I have control over my reaction. I have control over my response. And I have control over what I do next. Okay. All right. So those are all the things and you start to list them out. What don't I have control over? Well, I don't have control over other people. For example, what they believe or what they do or what they say or what they think or how they react or how they respond. All right, those are all the things I don't have control over. And I also know all the things I do have control over. All right, I also don't have control over external circumstances. The external circumstances are the things that are happening outside your control. You don't have control over the weather. You don't have control over a pipe bursting. That was the problem that the man came over to me, which got me dubbed contagiously positive. I don't have control over the fact that my car just broke down. So now that I know what I do and don't have control over, your question becomes, where should my focus go to build up resilience to solving the problem that I'm in, right? And the answer is the things you have full control over. Your attitude, your reaction, your response, and what you do next. That's where you put your focus. That's where you pivot. That's where you begin to create your list of all the ways you're going to solve the problem. You're not solving the people. You're not trying to change their mind. You're not trying to change their reaction or their response or what they do next. You're changing your internal world, the things you have control over. When you do this, the external world around you will just naturally change. I guarantee it, okay? It will happen. But when you shift to the trying to control the uncontrollable, 
it just creates resistance and it creates more problem. It's like two fists coming together. What you want to do is come, you want to change your inner world and come from that place and I promise you the external world will just match your internal world. So that is step one. Step two is change is understanding that changing your mind about something isn't always easy. I totally get that. And trying not to control the uncontrollable and staying in your own lane is also difficult. I totally get that as well. So I want you to know that step one is actually a practice all on its own and that it's still one that I'm working on mastering. It's not always easy to turn into your internal world when we really want to change the external world. So step two is mastering step one and begin to practice accepting, just accepting the situation or the problem or the challenge for what it is. And by accepting, I mean naming the problem. Not sugarcoating it, not tossing it in glitter, not rolling it in fluff, just naming it, owning it, and, and accepting it. And by accepting it, I don't mean be a pushover and let it happen over and over and over and over and over again and becoming a doormat. I mean don't ignore that you have a problem. Don't ignore that you have a challenge. Don't ignore it thinking that it's just going to go away. Just call it out. Get it out. Call it what it is. This is the problem that I have. Just name it for what it is and then get yourself into problem solving mode. So if you're going to throw any pixie dust around, make it solution glitter, all right? So again, we're in this step, we're going to have that conversation with ourselves again. So this is the problem that I have. Name it call it exactly what it is. The problem that I have right now is that the pipe burst. The problem that I have right now isn't, oh, the pipe burst and it's because this laborer did this and it's, if I just had better management, I would do this and if we had better better suppliers, we it, this wouldn't have happened. Uh, uh, uh. No, no, no. You've just gone down to the rabbit hole, right? The rabbit hole of the darkness where you're never going to solve the problem. The problem is the pipe has burst. Just name it for what the exact problem that you're in is, okay? So I can't fix the problem with another problem. So I accept that I have this problem and now I'm gonna shift my mind, I'm gonna to pivot towards being a problem solver and start to think of all the solutions that I can take action on to be the solver of the problem, not be more of a problem to the problem. The pipe has burst, I need to solve the problem of the pipe bursting. Not all the reasons why the pipe burst and who if someone had just done their work and if someone had done this and if someone had done that and if we had used this like I said, no, 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 no. Those are all things that are out of your control. Be in the problem, name it for what it really is. The pipe has burst, I have to fix that, all right? I have to fix that. You don't throw more water onto water to fix a leak, all right? So what you're gonna do once you name it and once you have that conversation and pivot into being a problem solver and really focus on the one thing that you need to focus on, make a list of 
all the potential solutions and really begin working down the list until one just solves it. Maybe it'll be the first one, maybe it will be the 10th, but eventually I promise you will find the solution. So just start to make a list, you know? Here is my list of solutions, even the ones that sound like they could never work to fix this problem. And once you fix that problem, what you're gonna do is you're gonna have a planning session with yourself or with your team if it's something you know that involves an entire team and figure out, okay, we've solved this problem, we're all good to go, we are master problem solvers, what can we do now to ensure that this problem doesn't happen again? That's when you, after you solve the problem, then you go into even more solution, into more of a solution-based mindset and be proactive by saying, okay, well, we believe these are all the reasons why this pipe burst. I'm just using that as an example. It can be anything. Um, these are all the reasons why this pipe burst. We, we want to ensure it doesn't happen again we know how to solve the problem, but we don't want that to happen again. Now, we're going to have a strategic planning session, and we're going to put all of these practices in place, all of these solutions in place, all of these things in place to ensure all these checklists in place to ensure that doesn't happen again. So now not only have you solved the exact problem that you're in, you're also ensuring that it doesn't happen again and again and again and again and again, but you're coming at it from a solution-based mindset, from a leadership-based mindset instead of being reactive and instead of telling everyone why they were wrong and why it's happened and why they're so stupid or whatever it might be and instead you're being a leader you're being a leader to yourself or to your team whatever the problem or challenge may be and you're saying let's be proactive and that my friends is how we begin to practice unleashing our problem solving resiliency power it's a practice. It's a mindset. It's an attitude. So when I say that I help you, that I give you tools to help you strengthen your spiritual, emotional, mental, and attitudinal muscles, this is what I'm talking about. We practice, we learn, we do, we repeat. And we do our best to come at things from a proactive stance, of, from a positive attitudinal place, from a positive mental place, from a positive emotional place, as much as we can. And even when we're in that, not in that positive state, we can still say, okay, I'm really frustrated right now. I'm really angry right now. I'm really annoyed right now. However, I don't want to respond from this annoyance. I don't want to respond from anger. I don't want to respond in a way that adds more fuel to the anger or frustration. I want to respond in a way that helps me be the leader that I am, that helps me be the leader that I am, that helps me be the master problem solver that I am. And you just change the story, all right? So thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that one. That one was just, that was a really fun one for me because um, these are short and sweet. I love the short and sweet of it because it helps you practice things in little tiny doses. So for the next two weeks until the next podcast, practice this. Practice being proactive instead of reactive. Practice being a problem solver, a solution-based type person instead of 
adding more problem to the problem. And I promise you, over time, you're just going to be like, you know what, I can handle any challenge that you throw at me. And you'll probably avoid a lot of problems, a lot of mishaps, a lot of things because you're going to be working from a proactive stance instead of from a reactive stance. So just try it out. I promise you, you will not be sorry. Maybe you will end up being dubbed the contagiously positive girl or man um, because of this. Just remember, this is where I began. I began by becoming a solution-based mindset person, which really was I began to strengthen my attitudinal muscles and not respond from the stress, not respond from the anger, not respond from the frustration. Instead, before I responded, I got myself into a better mindset. I changed my attitude and said, I'm going to solve this problem. I'm going to be a part of the solution, not a part of the problem. So I'm sending you all so, 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 so much love. I love you all. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I will see you back here next time. Bye, everyone.